Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Today's podcast, Tony is in Liverpool. He's made the big move. I'm looking at his wee, wee apartment in the background here. Very, very untidy at the moment. It seems like he's caused a lot of... Maybe sleeping on the sofa, actually, has he? You've been kicked, <laughs> so, you've been kicked out so. of the bed already, kid. <laughs> sofa looks rough enough. No, I haven't. <laughs> I was Back just like snoring. You snoring again? The big man doesn't snore too bad. I have a wee nasal strip. I took it off this morning before you slagged me. Because <laughs> I just I log on here and we literally probably spitball for about a minute, and then I think Mickey just saves all the abuse for the minute he, hit, he hits record. Really, to be honest. Yeah, I do you actually? I do. How's yeah, it been? How's it like, moved on? Yeah, it's been alright. It's been different, lads. Do you know what I mean? It's just strange. I'm used to a house where there's like mum, dad, dog, my auntie constantly roaming about it. Like none of them work, so they're always there. Whereas now, like, it's just me and Hillary's way to work, so it's just me here all day. So it's just it's just strange, mate. It's just different. So we'll see. We'll see how things go and we'll take it from there. Oh, you never made me feel sorry for you there. No fuck, I love alone time. Like, there's nothing better. I'm so productive. Then, do you know what I mean? I've got no distractions to an extent, which is really good. I'm a bit of a, a like. There's, it's it's all how you look at something. Like, you can look at that and go, "Oh, I feel sorry for you." And I'm going, "No fuck, that's great." Like, it means that I finish my work earlier. There's no fucking about. So, whereas during the day, I'd be down chatting to my man all with a cup of tea. And, do you know what I mean? For half an hour, forty minutes. <laughs> the work there's shift. There's like, something really. There's something really Irish about that. You know, coming down and sitting with your mama a cup of tea. It's like a lunch though. Like, like I would give myself a wee lunch break. I try and work like the day because I because I obviously work for myself. Like I try and work at like a timetable. So like I would take a wee break, but like she'll always have a wee cup of tea with me. You know, during it. <laughs> so it just it just sort of is. It's like a wee work shift. Because see if you don't see if you work like for yourself and you don't have like wee schedule shifts, it ends up fucking shit showing your productivity goes down the drain. It's like trying to work for like four hours straight, like. I think like we talked about that before. I think that's a reason why like uh, you don't work as hard for somebody else or even work as hard and work as because they expect you to do so long without a break, whereas you're more productive whenever you rest your mind for a wee bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I noticed that with DJ, well, it's not even DJ, making music. Uh, you can do these big long sessions and then the first couple hours of session, you're productive as fuck and then the next few hours you're tweaking like fuck. In the last years, your ears are that fatigued that you're you're making absolute garbage. And there's yeah. no point even re-listening it. Then you just have to wait till the morning. Pray to God when you wake up, turn it on, and just go. You know what? That's absolute horseshit. I don't know how it got there. It started off as being a fucking nice track, real happy, airy fairy, and now it's some dark fucking pounding techno. I don't even make techno because your ears are that fucking. Your ears are that fatigued. You can't even hear anything straight. <laughs> uh, you you'll never understand how many times that that happens to everybody. Uh, That's weird as fuck. Go, Techno. Yeah, going back to the thing you said there, right? Like in your own company and you know, being on your own. I'm a I'm like nobody ever gets that when I say it to them. They're like, uh, do you want to do something tonight or like do you want to? 
me to call around, you're just like, you know what? No, I kind of, kind of been looking forward to this wee bit of uh, me time. You know, even if you, you sound, not- you sound like you're just gonna sit in and pull the plums yourself. No, no, no. It's just you know, like <laughs> me time. You know, like time where you can just literally do like. I'm starting to get into reading again. You know, like just time where you can literally just do whatever you want. If it's doing nothing, yeah. if it's doing something, if it's catching up on something stupid, like I don't know, like fucking sending out invoices, or literally, or just like texting a couple of mates and just saying, "Oh, what's the crack? How are you getting on?" Yeah, because I would find the busier the more you put off them wee small stupid things. No, I get that. I think 100%. Like, it's that's that small bit of a... I think if you're... I get loads of people that used to say to me, like, I'm afraid to be... Like, I don't like being alone. My, my mind goes a wee bit mad. And that would always be a bit of a red flag for me because I'm like, you shouldn't always feel like you have to be busy. You should be able to take a moment, take stock of everything. And then that's really when stuff comes to you. It's like whenever you meditate or whenever you take, like, breathing practice and you find that sort of problems come to the surface and your brain's trying to actually solve them. Whereas whenever you're doing stuff all the fucking time, you're not giving your brain actually a minute to process what's actually annoying you or what needs sorted. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah you're, you're always, you're always running. You're always in the move. You're always constantly going. It's like, do you ever notice that? Like, like even if you're doing small things like watching a movie, you're moving forward, you're actually not getting like thinking time, like proper where you're out of like your, I know this sounds stupid, it's like a bird's eye view in your life. Yeah. yeah. Where you're like, this is going well, this is going poor. This is, and I think I do that with pen and paper every week and it makes such a big difference. And, some weeks I'll bullshit myself and say, oh, I don't have 10 minutes to do it. And that's just a complete lie. That's just because you don't want to do it. Do you know what I mean? It's just something different. I think uh, we haven't even talked about what this fucking podcast is supposed to be about. It's not supposed to be about alone time where you pull the plums of yourself like Mickey. It's supposed to be about, uh, we were actually discussing like topics and I thought this was actually a really good one. Like we thought we'd go on a rant about pet peeves, you know, just things that annoy you. Like the most annoying thing that annoys me right now, you can see the look on my face. It's like when me and my dad went to a shop or have been, he has this real bad habit that he pulls the mask down under his nose. He's one of them people, you know, that walks around with the nose out. And I'm like, that doesn't fucking work. Like, you may as well not be wearing it. And he's like, it's just as good. It's just as good. It's very, very hot. I'm like, well, your fucking nose is out. Like, you're just, there's nothing, there's no point in wearing it. Now, there might be no point in wearing it in the first place, but it's just the fact that I'm like, every in the shop, he's turning around going, what the fuck? If you're going into certain places, people like down south are like, pull that up, pull that up, pull that. So I'm just like, Jesus Christ, just put it over your fucking nose. But that is one of mine. Mickey, do you have any that you'd like to share? No? Sure, well, we're about to probably get into our longest podcast ever, if you want to hear all mine, because yeah. I fucking so many. Like. Let's go with either the funnier ones or the, the weirder ones first. If you've got any that people are like, oh, that can't be a pet peeve. Well, of course, number one on the list is noise eaters. Like, no, me and you can't that, be having mates. Like that's a fucking. <laughs> and once you hear it once, you can't unhear it. <laughs> there's nothing. Well, uh, I don't know. It's it, it. definitely is like that. Definitely is like a phobia or a, like a. There's something wrong with me where if I be said a noise eater, I just can't. It, I can't handle it. I don't mind noise. I just don't like people that eat chew with their mouths open. That annoys me. No, well, I, it, no, it's just, it's when they do it, when they, you know, it's not even bad to them, like, if they have a weird, like, mannerism when they eat. Like, like I, I can't really eat, I have to make all these excuses when people go, do you want to go to an Italian restaurant? Ah, lads, it fucking plays up with my stomach, gluten, all this shit. 
because I can't handle someone sucking spaghetti into their mouth. It's fucking... I just want to punch them in the face. Oh, fuck. No. Well, see, I know what you mean. That is a wee bit ranked, to be honest, though, when you look at it. like, But it's just interesting. Would you? Would that be the same if you brought, like, a last in Italian style? Oh, it doesn't matter if it's man, woman, or child. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just... I don't know what it... I think it actually is that... that whatever, there is an actual medical fucking thing for it. Like, it physically would turn me off my food. I think that's normal, though. Like, it's like, yeah, do you ever oh, see yeah, the... Loads of people have it. Yeah, do you ever see the thing where it's like uh, the fear of, like, weird circles? What's yeah. that called? Uh, I have you seen it? I'll show you a picture of it. For anybody uh, weird... I'll type it into Google here. For It's like a fear of weird circles. It's called uh, tripophobia or something. Tra- uh, Tracophobia. Yeah, 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 it's something like that. There, it's I guess flyer, here. That flower freaked people out, didn't it? That one, that is yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking vile. For anybody that wants to know what it looks like, just type in "fear weird circles" and you'll get. If if you look at the images, it fucking makes my fucking skin crawl. It's weird, like. Uh, like that doesn't have no effect to me at all. It's because you're emotionless. No, it's just because it's just circles. It's just a plant. It looks like something in the coral or something. I don't know why it, it gives it to me, but I'm one of the people that like builds into the hype probably. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's so many we pet peeves. It's like uh, you could go on all day. Another one. Well, this is a very personal one, and it, it's something that like I have to have. Like I can't be around rude people. No, I know what you mean. Like thank you. Um, you it, yeah. Simple please and thank you. So it's the first thing I notice. See, like when somebody orders at like a restaurant yeah. or something. It's so, so simple. If somebody sets a plate in front of you, just go, thanks. Or if they're rude to the staff, if they're rude, like, say if you're in a bar. I know people be drunk at bars and they, like, you know, they fuck around and stuff. But see if I'm in a friends group of people and their behavior is affecting someone else's night out. Yeah. I can't, I can't have that. Like, it's really, it's really, it really fucking, I don't know. It just gripes me while bad. It cost me a fucking absolute fortune I was away for one weekend we were away with the lads and you were just buying every drinks for you we went into a, a restaurant pretty good restaurant in the city and we were all steaming we should never have been in the restaurant and some of the lads started fucking about real bad and I ended up having to well I didn't have to do it but I felt I needed to do it me and another guy bought every person in the restaurant a drink because there's a hundred percent we fucking ruined their nights out. Their night out. A one hundred percent, no questions asked, we absolutely ruined their night out. Why? Just the behaviour of the boys, some of the boys. Like it was really, and they're all good lads, but they were just too drunk. Should never have been allowed in the restaurant. They should never have like we should have in hindsight we should have went and cancelled the booking. Yeah. Really lovely steak restaurant. The boys fucked about that bad. Like I mean like really bad. Like it would, the behavior would have been too bad for McDonald's. Never mind this restaurant. I uh, see, but they, that's the restaurant's fault as yeah, well. I shouldn't have let you in. When you're talking like fifteen, maybe big fellas, and you're a couple of wee waiters, they they couldn't even have policed it. Yeah, so well, I suppose we had to but... police it ourselves and put some of our boys out, and then like the boys the next day were were fucking embarrassed. Like you sound like the mafia. No. It's, no, it's just a, no, no. It just felt wild, but I just you know what? I don't know. I'm just always real self-aware of other people's nights out, and you're just like, oh, fucking real sorry, and I'm just bought them all a drink. Some of the tables now, they they thought it was fucking great crack. 
Now <laughs> they wanted they actually met us in the next bar for a drink. But yeah, so um, there's I know what you mean, but there's certain people who just won't find that. Yeah, some people, uh, yeah, especially the type of restaurant it was. But I think, but I think, I think just fucking, I, you could go on all day and you would never remember them all until you you were literally going through life and you seen another one. You were like, oh fuck, there you go, there's another one. I think whenever you you go for it though, like it, if you were even revert back to manners, it's like I remember when like mum used to always say to me whenever I was like really really young, they were like if you've nothing else but you got manners, you'll go far. And I just always remember that. Yeah, like that's so drilled into me, and it fucking burns me because like you'll see some people who slip like the all time and don't say thank you for somebody holding the door or something like that there, and I'm just like fucking hell, Joe. It's it's not like anything that's probably it probably means such little, but I think whenever it's drilled into somebody's morals, like mine, so so highly. Yeah, yeah. That it, it probably actually everything. agitates me. Yeah, yeah. It's a be. It's kind of like same as same as my parents. It's like the base of everything. Um, it's just it's just I think it's just common decency. You get people. I suppose you get people that are they're too like self absorbed in their own life and or their head stuck in their phone or they're in rush 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 that they forget to say it. But sometimes I know they they don't mean to forget to say it. They're just fucking you know their head somewhere else or whatever. But I think that's. If, I think if people that, just like even opening doors for people, or waiting for like elderly people, or getting up of a seat in a bus, or or on a train, or just like waiting, waiting for elderly people to share the COVID. I uh, you know, just like letting them walk through the door first, or fucking like my like not here, rushing here. around them in the in the supermarket. Here, my missus is outside trying to park now, and this is the second time she's tried to get in the spot. I wish I could record this. <laughs> So she's part of the parking here. She's about a meter off the back of this. She's not making that again. <laughs> Where's my phone, Mickey? Where do you see this? I wonder. Uh, yeah, I would turn the laptop around. Oh, 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 fuck. I'm just wanting. No, no, she's got fucking hell. This is about 40 points. Jeez. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just knew you'd get a laugh at that because I would actually spin you around and show you this. No, but I'm not going to you- laugh at it because she'll kill me. She doesn't listen. She thinks it's a load of tripe. That's usually what she calls this. So I'm safe as houses, I think. Oh, I don't think you are. I, that's why when you said about the relationship one, we were, we were actually going to do a topic on relationships today. And I was like, look, we'll just hold that off for a week. Because obviously the big man's sleeping on the sofa at the back here. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought we'd give it a wee bit of time before we sort of hit that chestnut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know what? She's fucking made it in here. That's fucking well done, but that took oh, way too long. Oh, you kissing around her now? Oh, well done, Proudy. She'll be coming in. I'll go. I'm recording a very serious podcast on pet peeves. Uh, she's <laughs> looking up at me because she knows rightly I've seen her do that, and she's absolutely got it here. Because I'm hunting out the window here like a fucking a vampire. Uh, what was I going to say? There was a pet peeve that I had. That oh, fuck, fuck. Uh, oh my mind's gone blank I had something and now it's gone and it was a really good one Mickey you're not going to believe that but it was it'll come, it'll back, come back to me it'll come back to you. what about gym pet peeves oh mate I've, I've so many it's so many now there's simple things like putting back your weights but oh, that's a gimme that's a gimme but a case of do you know what really really aggravates me it's when people that aren't in shape give me advice it really, really annoys me. Like I would, get, I would be wearing baggy hoodies or like baggy clothes, and then people would come over to me and they'd be like, "I remember I, I used to like." Or people would just hop in and start spotting me. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't, don't, no, like no. Uh, different if you know the person. Yeah. Different if you know the person, you can hop in. But see if you just come over and start like helping me with my reps. 
Like I remember, I used, it was like I was actually a wee bit younger. And I remember do like a guy who's an older fella, and I was wearing something very baggy, and I put up the forty fives, and like I was just about strong to get. And he came over, and usually I get like five reps, and he spotted me and lifted them, lifted my elbows till I got like nine, and I was like, "There's no need for that, lad." Uh, yeah, that's just, real old school gym fucking heads try to do shit like that. I always see when people drop weights, like fucking just get the last rep and a drop and let a grunt out of them. Oh, that's me. That's me. No, you just don't. to show dominance. dominance. Just go, I'm here, fuckers. Or <laughs> dropping metal on metal. You know, like when the bumpers or when the, yeah. sa- the safety fucking hangs are for the for the chest press and they just oh, drop the weight on them. I remember what the pet peeve was. Yes. Well, you ready for this? Listen up, listen up, listen up. <laughs> uh, the most aggravating one is when somebody has their phone at the dinner table. That is by far the most aggravating thing when you said that. That fucking burns me. Phone at the dinner table? Yeah, do you know, like, if you're sitting, like, if there's, if there's like, say, like, my family's at the dinner table, or, like, my mum whips out her phone or something, like, yeah. that is the most aggravating thing for me. I don't know. I do, you not, like, do you not think, like, that's sort of, like, an unwritten rule where you shouldn't be using your phone? Like, if you're, all, if you're at a family dinner or you're at a restaurant, oh, yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah, definitely... family dinner, yeah. Yeah. But even even like a lunch meal, if there's you and say your missus, or say for example, there's you and like fair enough if you need a wee quick flick like to sort something or you got yeah. a text and say it. But we're talking about where somebody's scrolling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, someone's there with you, but not really there with you because their heads and their phone somewhere else. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think that, that is yeah. the most, and I think that's with everything, even conversations and stuff. Here, I've been on fucking dates in the past where people have been stuck in their phones showing fucking. I don't know what, like, going, oh, have you ever been here and then showing you a picture? And you're like, that's you on holidays three years ago. Like, no, no, I've never been there, no. And they're like, do you know this person? You're like, uh, no, but I have care even less. They're probably going to you, why don't you look like your Tinder pictures? A Tinder? Fuck, I've never been on Tinder. <laughs> have you not? No, I've never been on no dating website. Just too smooth? No, I don't know. Just never, when Tinder came around, I was never single, so... um. I don't know if I'd like it. Why? Because people because all the swiping. Just I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like I don't know. It feels like creepy. Can I? I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. It just feels like a weird kind of fucking thing. But who needs Tinder these days with fucking social media? You know, at the same time. It's a very easy way though for people to figure out who who actually fancies who. But I think if you base it all off, it's all based off obviously physical attraction. Yeah. But like, but that's that's the way it has to be based off. Yeah, but start. at the same time, at the same time, you can you can completely change somebody's opinion of the way you look just by the way you speak to them for the first time or how you message them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so like, yeah. if you messaged a random lass off Instagram and you it was a good message, good conversation start, her opinion of your looks will slightly change because she might never seen you before. That shows confidence, or she might think you're a creep. But a case of that will actually. Whereas with Tinder, it's just a case of. Yeah, would, wouldn't, would, no, yes. Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of case. That's that's literally what people are swiping for. That's yeah. what it is. So when a girl's swiping right, she ain't going, oh, he looks sort of okay. She's thinking, yeah, would, deadly. Yeah, well, it's kind of based on how it would be in a bar. If you've seen someone in a bar yes. from a distance, straight away you'd be like, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. But uh, a couple of friends of mine that are on it, they reckon that gets very addictive, the swiping. Like it's all <laughs> almost like you love having that, up, you know, sharing your opinion or something going no no yes no yes no yes no that's why you don't buy unlimited swipes or anything because you'd be on there all day what do you mean unlimited swipes 
So, like, you only get so many a day. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, this is the last time I've been on it, so this is probably, like, three years. <laughs> last night. <laughs> but in case of, no, like, uh, it's one of these things where it's probably, like, say, three years ago, and, like, I don't know if it's still the same, but I remember one of the boys broke up with, like, his, his like a girl he was seeing at the time, and they were in, like, a four-year relationship. And I remember he bought Unlimited, because yeah. it's, like, a tenner for the year or something. I don't know why. Obviously, desperate as fuck, but... I just remember it like every time we saw him for like the next three months, like it was literally like he was just constantly swiping. Do you know what I mean? And I, I, there, I think you only get so many. I don't know whether it's like a hundred or five, ten yeses or ten noes, but there's only so many you get, I think, because that's how it makes money as well. Yeah, that's really weird. Because they, they got everybody hooked and now, now they do it like that. There'll probably be a new version of that over time. Did you see that? Speaking of like apps, did you see that uh, Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma? Yeah, good boy. What did you think of that? Uh, it was well. It was nothing I didn't already know, but it was more it, because it was coming from the horse's mouth. Yes, that's what I thought was really good about it because it's all the boys. Like it, for anybody that hasn't watched this, it's on Netflix. It's just called the Social Dilemma. It's literally just from like the people who made like the Facebook like button, people who founded Pinterest, Gmail. founded like that was the scary one. Gmail. I mm. didn't realize that I have an addiction for emails. I didn't realize I had that. I can't leave emails either undeleted. They have to be read or deleted. They can't be on read. See, that's that's the beautiful thing about like my personality. Like I am just too messy, so like my inbox could just stay all over the shop. No, no, no I can't have it. So like I, I, if I load it up like right now, how many emails do I have? Uh, I have eleven hundred. That's a fucking absolute joke. And I would say out of this front page, there is four. I have two here, and I have to look at them. There is probably about half of these are open. The other half, I just haven't bothered looking at because I know they're like from like random things like trading 212, a response from type form, a high smile kit because I bought one of them because I'll get conned out oh, of my Of course money you ever. did. Of course you did. You and fucking bought, Gaz from Geordie Shore. Me, Gaz, and McGregor all were the same. That's why my teeth are fucking yellow. I can't wait for you to get a lion tattooed in the middle of your chest. I, I've got that booked in next week. It says Mickey Quinn, I'll fight you. What have you got? You probably won't even get a lion. You'll probably get your dog. If if me and you dog. build up to like a hundred, like if we can actually make this podcast massive, we should do a brawl at the in a wee cage. At the end of it, just me just a wee cage. Well, it wouldn't be too big. We're not. I'm fucking... gonna get Paul Hughes from the corner fighting this weekend. Actually, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not fighting him. And no, definitely me. not. He's a fucking. <laughs> he scares me. Yeah. No. Uh, but you know what? Sorry, back to that social level thing. I actually thought it was very good, but like it, it was just interesting because they're talking about how that they're trying to make it addictive for the Facebook ads and stuff. And like, whenever you even look, like I have, I have somebody do my Facebook ads. Like, and whenever you look at like the metrics, like what they're searching for in people's personalities, Joe, oh, yeah. you're sort of like, fuck, this is in depth, and you're just like, no wonder that I end up buying stuff like the High Smile or Hot oh, Pub yeah. because I'm getting targeted. My metrics are probably young moron likes random things and then they just fucking hit me with the random right, ads right flashy stuff yeah i uh i actually did like a quick course on um, advertising like to a, a, a higher level for facebook um last week and it just blew my mind this uh extra bit that um see when facebook picture likes and dislikes they give you 20 you know they give you like your, your top 20 what they think you, you should be into um, but this there's a workaround where you can get unlimited but you have to go in and do a bit of coding 
and it would scare you how precise you can get shit. I actually sent out adverts from a different page to target me specifically because just to test it out and it, it worked. It worked within like a couple of hours. I seen the adverts I, come up. I think that's weird. Like it's like whenever you, <clears throat> like if you, it shows you because if you ever click on somebody's Instagram page, it's got ads. Yeah. Instagram's a really easy way to do it. Like if you were to click on my page, I don't have my I don't have any ads set up now for like people that follow me. It's it's supposed to be like cold audience, so people that don't really know me. Yeah. Just to spread just to, to spread my name. Yeah, uh, and like I just want to see could I get myself because I've yeah. like I would like I don't like a lot of Facebook pages, but there, there's certain different ones I like. But automatically you would never guess that. Like for instance, Luke Combs, country singer, <laughs> and techno pages, but also gospel music. But see, you overlap. Music. Do you know what I mean? So you if... would never go Luke Combs. Hillsong Christian Australia and Carl Cox. Yeah, but that's all music. Like for all you know, you could be targeting, getting targeted ads like from from one of them just because you overlap and then multiple. You'll see it multiple. No, times. but it's I like... mean, if I wanted to target people, like precisely target people, how many oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah, in yeah. that demographic? Like it was way down to like, fuck, it was down under a hundred thousand in the world. Yeah, but it would have been a hundred thousand in the UK probably anyway, at least if not the world. Oh no, 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 Christian music, techno music, and country music. <laughs> you're not getting too many people when you're going into Christian praise music, which is mine. You go to at night. By the way. I was wondering there before bed. Yeah, like a bit of a like a bit of fucking good for the soul, you know. I thought that'd be the case, but I think that that is interesting because like it even it even talk about like how. They try to make like the Facebook like button slightly addictive and stuff, and like yeah, uh, it is because people. The first thing people do with their photos on Instagram, like like it or not, whatever you do, it literally is people upload a photo and they do the check how many likes they get. Do you know what I mean? It does I, show. Yeah, I don't. Do you, do you know what I mean? Though people do do that. Yeah, like it is. Yeah. I would have done that whenever I had like whenever I had like say like like if you if you rewind like I'd say a year ago to today, like I probably had like two thousand followers, maybe three at a max, like two and a half. And I definitely would have been one of the people where I sort of goes, right, is that post any use by the amount of likes I got? I would have been like, because I was trying to build a would business as well. So. No, I would never delete a post. I've noticed that. I do notice when people delete. I think that looks ridiculous. I think that's a real flag. Deleting a post yeah. and people who's got that app that tells you followers and non-followers. Do you know what a prime example of this is? When I posted the picture of our podcast launching, that's yeah. my least liked post. So that, for some people, they go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, nobody's going to listen to this. There's only 25 likes and I have 6,000. Like, why is nobody, do you know what I mean? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, who gives, like, the thing is, it's it, that, just because people don't like it doesn't mean they're not going to, they're not going to do it. See a lot of the posts where I put up and it gets very little traction. They're the ones where I get people private messaging me going, I actually really, really needed to read that. And you're just like, right, boom, that's job done, one person. And I'm just like, that's all you need. It's like, yeah. I think it's it's a case of as long as you're staying true to what you want to post in your business or even just talking about yourself and you're being honest and you're not sort of gagging for attention because people see through that. Like if you're trying to post, like you'll see a lot of people, and this may be honest, a lot of females in the fitness industry post these like like body positive sort of images just yeah. to get a research, you know, like uh, where they're like, this is a before and after and the blowed out for the before and then the suck in for the after and like, this yeah. is what it's like. Like you can tell if you're in the fitness industry that they're just doing that to get a research. Like, Oh yeah, it's, it's they're, they're not doing that to prove body confidence. They're doing that so you reach out and go, yes, you go, sister. Yeah. Oh, that's all they're doing. They're doing. It's just to rub their old ego. You can see that. Bingo. Fellas, as if, like, yeah, as if, 
I think a lot of a lot a lot of the fitness industry, like even though there's fellas like you and there's people like you that actually want to help people and are helping people, but a lot of the other guys are like, as a byproduct, yeah, I will help people. As a byproduct, I'll get paid very well for it. But also, I want you to fucking rub my ego so much. Like, I want you to, you know, I, you have to look at me and go, whoa, every day, whoa, fucking look at me, like, ah, uh, like, living his best life, doing fucking poses in the mirror, rise and grind at 5am, all that's, like, like, I know fellas that would put up posts like that, that literally get out of their bed at 4 or 5 to do the post and then go back to bed. Yeah, a hundred percent. There's loads like that, and the idea that you have to get up at like five or six to be successful is a load of fucking shit, anyway. Because depending on your body clock and everything, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's probably actually for some people, it's probably detrimental. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like I remember, was it like two weeks ago? I got up at like half six because I was like, I'll get back in routine. And I got up at like half six. I hadn't been up to half six in like fucking eight, like six or seven months, and by ten o'clock, I was fucked. I had to get back into bed. You know what I mean? I was like, this is like my work was actually a bit poor because I yeah. hadn't slept that well because I got up. But I was like, the work I'm doing now is actually worse than normal. I was like, I've just got up earlier, so I'm just spending more time in it. So I was like, if I go to bed for an hour here and nap, I was like, and the productivity I got done after the nap was far better. Yet, if you nap, there's something fucking wrong with you. Do you know what I mean? It's all about energy management. It's not about yeah. just more time. It's it's because it, you're still probably going to be awake for the same amount of hours. It's just the fact that if you get up earlier, you're less likely to sit in the fucking sofa at seven in the morning and fucking watch Netflix, do you know what I mean? I have another pet peeve that's just bounced into my head. What? Filters and social media and face swap, not face swapping, but uh, face tuning and people fucking doctoring pictures. I think that's so blatantly obvious, but people just don't think of or see it. No, I think people see it, but they just don't care. Like, like there's some amount of people catfishing people out there. It's fucking unreal. Like, be, like I would be like when I'm a DJ and like girls would come up or come up and say hello and you'd be like oh what's the crack and they're like oh yeah how's it going you'd be like do I know you sort of thing and then they would share a picture on Instagram you were like that's not the same girl that a hundred percent is not the same girl yes uh, and I 100%. don't know how it's just so fucking weird that they literally look like two different human beings. But I think that's low. That's so common now as well, like Instagram. Yeah, but like, how do I don't know how they feel? Like, say, if they go from say Tinder to a date, say, and then the guy in the date goes, "Hold on a fucking minute, where is this girl?" <laughs> and this is the girl I meant to meet. Who are you? You her sister? No. Yeah, I think that 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 definitely happens more. Wonder does it actually would... come up where the guy's sitting there going, "Hold on a minute," and have there to is make people an like that though. Leave? It's like your typical, like, uh, like it is like that. It's like whenever you, you don't expect somebody to look a certain way, it's so blatantly obvious whenever you arrive and you're just like, this isn't it. But I think men are like that too. Like, do you know what I mean? Like a man's going to put up a picture where he's in shape. If he's gained 30 pounds, he's not going to put that one up. Yeah, that is true, actually. But Joe, so I think it comes down to like, if it's weight gain, they'll probably tend to hide that, for example. But if it's actually the shape of your face and you've made your chin more defined because yeah. you've been adding it. Like you've you got your pictures. What? You edit your filters. I put a wee bit of filter on mine, yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, but filter, filter's not bad, but I'm talking like... No. There's like no definition on mine. No, no. Like, the only thing I will do to mine is... And I know exactly what I do, because I, I try and keep... Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if anybody knows this, but whenever you, you've got, like, an Instagram page, it helps to try and keep the colors relatively similar, just sort of, like, yeah. everything's so bright. So, so what I usually do is, like, hit brightness, and I actually turn mine slightly down. 
And then all I do is just, it sounds stupid because I turn brightness down and I turn warmth up. Yeah. And that's, that's usually literally all I do. Uh, and maybe, I think there might be a third one. It's beside like, it might be highlights. It might be something like that. And I turn them down or turn them slightly. And that's literally all I do that every single photo. I keep it consistent because I actually might start changing to where the brightness is way, way lighter. But I usually find that that washes you out. But no, like that's literally all I do. And it wouldn't you shade be. In, you shade in, shade under your muscles and all to make them look I bigger. usually, yeah, cut out over people's and put them on me and it makes me look bigger. Uh, and then people yeah, are like, I can't wait for you to get used to doing the bottom half. You know, you're lethal at the top half. See, as soon as you can get the bottom half, I don't know. Like, I think, I think, you know, you're, the sky's the limit for you then. <laughs> the way you shade in your abs, too, that's fucking cracker. Like, that's really beautiful. Good. It's, Joe, you know it is, though. It's just, I think it all does come down to, like, sort of, like, that, not influence, but what's the word? Like, the pressure to look a certain way. And that's all just drilled from it. Because, like, people filter it then, or people expect to look like that. And then it just almost snowballs to where people are just doing everything. But would like, you my, feel like that? Would you feel that pressure? I think I would feel a small amount of pressure to put up if I used to put up a topless photo that it should be in relatively good nick. Like, say, for example, like uh, I took a photo on holidays and I actually had zero abs. I would still post that now. But if you look back like a year and a half ago, I would have been like, oh, I don't know about that. So I feel like now because I've sort of, not that I'm used to it, and I feel like that actually is more true because I think until you have been like sort of your complete self on social media and you're not just posting fucking nights out you've talked about everything in your life like i talk about everything from family yeah. to where i want to go to money to like i'm so open yeah and i think that people just know that if i post a picture about me with abs they would just be like right well that's just one photo they wouldn't go fuck he's not in shape anymore what's this what's that and i think that's because it's just i'm just comfortable now like showing who i am whereas i feel like a lot of people show this like false sense of self on social media to an extent where yeah. they're they're highlighting like for example if you go on most people's instagram page it's usually just nights out that is such a small part of people's lives like that is not who that person is that person is not just nights out they've got hobbies they've got interests they've got like family and like see when people like the more i see night out photos the less i follow people like i just unfollow because i'm like that's not what my my life is literally not that at all so i'm just like that's not what i want to see like if you're posting pictures i know that sounds ridiculous if you're posting pictures of your dog i'm more likely to follow you yeah of course yeah i like you better if you post pictures of your dog what? Yeah, or even family. Like talk yeah. about like talk about like a chat you had with your mom. Like I find that stuff so interesting. Joe, you know, like if you if you had a chat with your granddad and you you got a real gem, you yeah. put that up and even if you think nobody's gonna like that, like I'd be like, Oh, that's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, sure. it's showing the real you or not the real you, but it's showing an insight into the real life and not the Yes the glitch and glam or the social media or the nights out where you're putting effort or Yeah, I like that. Like there's nothing as bad as say like if you go onto a girl's Instagram page and it's just all selfies with the same angle, the same fucking ring light, the same everything, just like non-stop, the same picture, just wearing a different dress or a different fucking top or whatever. It was like, or sitting on the ground with their leg up like the fucking new one they do. Yeah, it's absolutely. Just, Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I dropped, my, I dropped the we plug in for the mic, but no, I, I couldn't agree more. I think it's definitely that, like, show more i think that's a definitely a reason to why like my instagram slightly built to an extent like whenever i get people to sign up especially whenever i get other coaches sign on me like conliff like uh McElinton, like he's one of the clients i put up recently we'll probably have him on at some stage yeah, he owns Ke- the Lord, eh, actually i he's can't hyped. wait for us to bully you yeah it's <laughs> literally gonna be bullying i don't know whether he'll chip in with a few slags he, he's very very smart he's like like really tuned in like really tuned in I was on a FaceTime to him yesterday he's one of these people I get a lot of value from yeah and- yeah he's definitely like even there 
uh, I like I actually as content I like it because he shows you like he is you know we we talked about a few weeks ago when people show you like they do a, a rap in the gym or they do a set in the gym but they show you that they only end to do one set you no know, so it looks good yeah he will literally show you a rap and he's shaking like a shitting dog <laughs> yeah struggling exactly like <laughs> that's ideal but it's even like small things where like he'll like come on and talk about points that people are like oh fuck me why is he talking about this but that is who he is and i really respect that but yeah, he that. said to me like the reason he came on with me as a client is because i'm probably one of the only coaches he knows that shows you like full picture of their life so like you yeah. can almost tell where my values lie. like i'm like he was like i can tell you're not a bad person like he was like i could just tell that Whereas, whereas he was like, that's such a buy-in because he goes, like most PTs, like when you think of PT online coach, you think of if you, you probably shag your girlfriend on you. Do you know I mean, narcissistic as well. By, yeah, exactly. By default, like, but you're a lot similar, I think. He's a lot into self-development, but not like the normal, <clears throat> this is a PT, I should be reading fucking books by Mike Boyle, we should be reading books by fucking just all these different fitness. He was reading books from business minds, from, you know, you can get yeah. you can get so much, you know, so much more in life from people that's not maybe identifiably to do with your own life, and I I see that very similar between the two. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what it is? We were on a call yesterday, and we were just highlighting the reason that me and him connect quite well is because he's the exact opposite of me in so many ways. Like, so for example, he's very systemized, yeah, very organized, and like methodical. Whereas I'm very like I'll implement a system. Yeah. But like it won't be perfect. I wait until something breaks, then has to fix it. Joe, instead of like thinking far ahead, I sort of just run with an idea yeah. and then run into difficulties. So it's nice to get like a balance from other people. It's like it's like at home if somebody's rational and then somebody's real slow thinker, it's a case of that will that usually can balance better than two people the same. Yeah, you like to fight fires because you're yeah, exactly. around, but you it's, like yeah. to fight fires and put out fires rather as someone else likes to prevent everything so there will be no fires ever start. Yeah, exactly. It's probably a smarter way to think, to be honest. I'm just more of a go, go, go. If you don't implement something, then it's going to take too long. Uh, but like that, like I do think that's probably not a pet peeve, that nights out thing, but I do feel like that social media thing is definitely something that has a knock-on effect with like, that's what you think your Instagram should be about, Rob's things. Like you do see the old family thing at Christmas or something, but like, do you know what I mean? The other one, like, I always wonder, you know, like, because us, because Instagram's kind of like our business in a certain point. And we yeah. were like, we need a weekly post. We need it because it's harder to post now, especially for me because nightclubs and shit's gone. Um, I see when people personal wise like go, which one of these pictures should I post? And they like, send it in their group chat, and there's eight or nine pictures that look the same but only slightly different. Yes. And you're like, why do you feel? Why do you have to post anything? Like, why? Why do you feel like you have to do a weekly post? And you know, why are you putting so much effort into these pictures? So. You, I seen I was chatting to a girl it's not that long ago a couple of months ago and I was I knew her for years and I, I joked around I was like how many takes did that picture take to get right and she was like oh about 20 or 30 you're like what I was joking like I thought like 3 or 4 and she was like oh yeah yeah like 20 or 30 and then pick the best ones and then uh, do a bit of filtering and then see which one works and you're just like oh my fucking god but no, the, that's like, that comes back to the whole like button, you know. You get that dopamine rush or whatever it is, and then if you're not getting that dopamine rush, it, you feel yeah. like you might have to delete the post. I it's fucking. It is that dopamine rush from like likes. It definitely is, and like followers and people like getting buzzing off it. And I think it, it builds that into people then like more and more and more as you do it. Yeah, I wonder that's if why... like 
on a flip side, going back to the Tinder thing, if people surely don't know if you went no on them. Yeah, well, it depends. Like, people don't get a notification saying you go no, but you disappear off them. So, say, for example, like, you swipe right for somebody, yeah. and then you don't get a match with that person, but you know them. Like, you know they either didn't swipe for you at all because they haven't been on, or they swipe no because you swiped for them. Do you know what I mean? So, what I wonder if they did tell them that they said no. That Jesus would, Christ. That would fucking... They probably can't even do that. That would have really affected people's mental health. Like, I, But I do think people know that. They just try and block that out. Yeah, well, I remember Over. reading an article about the first... That no... What is it? Fucking... The Patty McGinnis show where the gears are all in the line. You turn off their lights. Take me out. They tried to do it. Do So it's going to go boys in the line, gears in the line. Swap about. But the gears... Oof. The boys in the line... The gears they done it like in the pilot and they couldn't let it happen because the first gear got zero likes and a fucking they were like the, the psychologist doctor fellow was there was like no we can't do this. Yeah, but see that's not right because that's slightly sexist. Yeah, well I think it was more the fact that uh, even the fellows were affected bad by it. Like it is it is humiliating show. Like if you did get all your lights turned off. I do think yeah, but, but I think yeah, like one hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? They, like, probably, I, they done the you know that kind of talk about it afterwards with people that were involved and they all the girls were like I, I would never want to put myself in that situation that they yes. could all turn off if I'm in control at the, it's bad enough at the point where at the end they give the guy control to turn off a few lights but the girls yeah. still in control to start yeah it's it's such a weird dynamic. it's just that's classic fucking tally though do you know what I mean but like, then again, like, oh. it tells you more about the person that puts themselves on a show like that yeah, exactly. I remember I watched an episode of that before, and all the girls get the fill that blackout, and then he goes, "Sure, we'll just reel the last video anyway." And he was like some multi-millionaire that lived on a yacht, and all of them were absolutely cracking up. You ever see them YouTube videos of the guy, random guy, goes up to a girl saying, "Fucking yes, I've seen these. and then jumps in the Lambo, and they're all like, "Oh, maybe, uh, yeah, you can give me a lift." He's like, "Nah, fuck you." <laughs> I know that's mad though, but it does show you that that goes back to like human needs. Like you'll look at like money, like security, do you know what I mean? And that's usually one of the basic, it usually goes like, uh, like survival. So in other words, like water, food. And then the next thing most people will, will like subconsciously will think of will be security. And that in this day and age will yeah. be money. That's usually what yeah. that will be. It's uh, it does. Ha- it even happens here. Like I, it's, I'm not saying like money wise, but in the past, like exes of mine I found that maybe sometimes they were and they maybe made first contact with me because they liked the lifestyle yeah and I had to be very careful of that because I never noticed it at the start and I kind of noticed it when like they started like bitching about oh you're always DJ and you're always this and you're like yeah but you're happy to go to fucking you know four or five holidays a year that's been paid for by DJing yeah, you're happy to spend the money, like, because because I had a whole philosophy when I was younger, the money that's easy earned is very easily spent, so I'll just spend it. And I found that with a lot of exes back in the day that they were happy to spend the money, they were happy to get treated, but when they started like, they just want oh I don't think you should DJ as much. You're like, well then I'm not gonna have as much money to fucking spend on you, and you know, and you kind of get the idea. You go fuck. I wonder why you're actually here. I know that's probably a bad thing, but yeah. I, I, that I, has popped his head. And then speaking to a few other DJs, they were like, yeah, you have to be very fucking careful of that. Yeah, but that is it, though. It's a case of, like, 
that's just something that they were looking for but then they're not looking at the flip side of the coin too like you know that's whatever i dig and like that thing about money they're like whatever you think about it, like there's a reason that most people are attracted to somebody that's successful yeah do you know what i mean like that, that and that's not because successful or ambitious is the trait it's it's the actual security metric yeah but it's, they also ooze confidence i think yeah like yeah it probably is like a knock-on effect uh definitely like it's i'm looking up this actually it's called if anybody hasn't seen this it's called maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs that's the like the pyramid and it always goes like physiological needs uh, safety needs and then like so for example physiological is like air water food shelter sleep safety is like security employment health property then it goes love and belonging which is like friendship intimacy family sense of connection then it goes esteem respect self-esteem recognition strength freedom and then self-actualization is like where it's they call that like enlightenment and that's where you can actually become what you should be and it's called desire to become the most that one can be usually people get caught up somewhere in there doing the either the safety the love and belonging or the esteem so they never can end up focusing on what they should yeah so like if you really had a passion for djm but you were so caught up in belonging like love and belonging you would almost chase friends or chase family or try and belong to something rather than actually focus on what you should. And it's almost getting that from somewhere knowing like, right, that comes from my family. I don't need to chase that elsewhere. Yeah. And slowly built these, these are things that this is like so old, I think now. And this is like my mind coach actually taught me, went over this with me before, because if you get stuck on one of these, you cannot focus at all. You end up actually like, that's why like, if you ever notice like when people are younger, they get infatuated with like the opposite sex, really, really like young. Because they're born like, fuckers like, you know, horny wee fuckers as well, but they're also caught up in that because they've got security and they've got they've got uh, uh, yeah yeah. That, so they're caught up in love and belonging, and that's usually where the person and then self esteem and they get caught around there. And people tend to stay in that for like the rest of their life and then never actually reach like that enlightenment or like self actualization. That's you ever, pure. Did you ever fucking... reach enlightenment? Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm one hundred percent there. You bounce out. Like if something goes wrong, you'll bounce out of it. But I do believe. The big man is there, yes. <laughs> on that You're bombshell, trying... Tony is enlightened. I don't even know where I am on that that pyramid. You're definitely you're you're looking for water and food at this minute. The way uh, DJ's I going, I, just, I, would I, say. Just, I think I'm just looking for coffee, maybe. <laughs> water and food does ah oh, well food now. I go yeah. I don't know where I'm in that pyramid. If anybody knows where I'm in that pyramid, send me a DM. <laughs> <laughs> might have to rewrite the pyramid because I mightn't even fit into any them brackets. We'll write one below. But uh, yeah, guys, cheers for continuing to tune in. Uh, we're getting real good feedback on the podcast lately. Um, it's good to have Tony back, as you said last week. You've missed him. You've missed <laughs> his dulcet, neury tones. Um, and yeah, as he said, Conliff's going to be coming on soon. We're going to get a get the inside scoop on him and what he's about and what his uh, philosophy and training and life is he's very uh, if you follow him on Facebook or Instagram um, you'll see that he's uh, he's got a real good, cool lifestyle uh, a lot like Tony's but only a lot cooler I would say Tony's like the culture version of him it's weird like it's, but it's good uh, so yeah keep sharing keep uh, keep sending us feedback good and bad um, Tony's in Liverpool now he's a wee lonely guy so during the day, he can torture him in his DMs, keep him happy, keep him, keep him appeased. Oh. So yeah, we'll chat these again soon.